What is up, Nerd Nation? Uh, uh, hello. Hello. Uh, this is the 30 Nerdy Podcast. Welcome back. I am your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack. Um, it has been some time since we have been together, but alas, uh, well, here we are again. I uh, hope you've been safe playing it smart out there. Uh, cases are spiking again. And what some people are considering the second wave, those of us who have been keeping track of everything know that this is just the end of the first wave. The first wave never stopped. And a lot of that is because people are not being smart and not listening and not playing safe. Um, let's remember to be considerate of others as we're going about our day. You know, wear a mask. Um, I know a lot of people out there are saying it's against my rights, blah, blah, blah. But listen man it's for other people it really comes down to being basic decent human beings um those of you who still wear masks let me assure you that most of us are doing this for our loved ones more than ourselves uh, most statistics would say that uh you know the younger people like 30s to 25 to 20 um if you were to con you know contract it you should be fine you know, but that's not why we wear a mask. We don't wear a mask because we're worrying about our own bodies. Some of us have family members that are very susceptible to it, like diabetic, uh, heart issues, um, whatever those pre predetermined conditions are that, uh, you know, the WHO and CDC have put out that, that are more at stake of catching it. Those are the people we're trying to protect. Uh, so we just hope that you'll be considerate while we're doing that. It is not a political stance. Masks are not political. They are basic human decency. Uh, if you're still working from home, I hope that you're keeping your sanity. If you are at work, be safe. Thank you for all you're continuing to do. I want to take a few minutes uh, to talk about um, the silence <laughs> uh, that the show took part in during June. Um, as the whole world knows, uh, there's been a lot of injustice, uh, not just in our country, but in our world as a whole. Uh, I want you to know that if you are a person of color, a member of the LGBTQ community, if you're in a minority, whether it be your race, creed, orientation, religion, economic status, whatever it may be, this is a safe podcast. This is a safe place. I may not understand, but I will stand with you. Uh, I will stand with your rights to be equal, to be treated equal, because we are all created equally. I've been blessed, and I am privileged, and I will always use that privilege to fight for everyone's rights. I will use it to spread awareness, and I'll continue to preach anti-racism and anti-prejudice wherever I go, whether that's on the airwaves, uh, driving to the grocery store, uh, if you follow me personally on Facebook, you know that I've been very vocal on Facebook about um, the civil unrest and how it's just it's just not fair. It's just it's it's a bunch of bullcrap, basically. Um, but that's what it takes. 
Uh, we have to stand together and fight f- against the injustice. Uh, to the police out there that do your jobs the right way, thank you. I hope you stay safe and continue to outshine the darkness out there. Uh, to those who have suffered during the pandemic and the injustices out there, or even are shamed for being in allies to the cause of equal equality, keep fighting. Uh, chin up. We will prevail with love and passion. Um, thank you all for being so patient uh, in my much much needed time of silence and reflection and you know people this wasn't person of color spirit month or lgbtq spirit month it's it's a daily grind you have to work every day to fight for against those injustices there's still so much work for us to do uh, i'll always strive to fight and be a better person um you know, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that silence, and I hope that y'all are being safe. Um, so, uh, DJ Mike Cowie, why don't we uh, um, why don't we get the show started here? So, uh, DJ Mike Cowie, take us in. It's time to get nerdy. <laughs> It's the 30 and Nerdy Podcast with your host, Tyler Mack. (laughs) Brought to you by Advertising Expressions, Encore Theatrical Company, Freddy Cat Productions, and Ashley Lodge Photography. 30 and Nerdy is an alternate reality radio show, a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and a Badcast Company production. Join the Nerd World Order by following the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join the conversation by using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. Find the show on the Pod Nation at podchaser.com and rate this episode. Got something to say? Email the show at 30andNerdyPod at gmail.com. Cheers to you, nerds. Now get ready to nerd out with your host, the Sweet Tea of the Nerdy South, your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack. Thank you, DJ Mike Howie. Uh, like I said earlier, welcome back, Nerd Nation. This is the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. I am your Duke of Nerds and leader of the Nerd World Order, Tyler Mack. Hope you're all having a great day, and happy 4th of July. I hope you are finding some joy despite all the hate in the world. Uh, We've got some 4th of July fun for you. I'm going to talk about all things Captain America for this Independence Day celebration. I want to give a huge shout-out to all the past, present, and any future soldiers who may come across this episode. Because of you, we have freedom to do things like protest, speak our voice, speak our truth, and even do podcasting. Thank you for your sacrifice for this country and uh, to all those who have loved ones who have uh, been lost in that fight for freedom. Um, without them, we wouldn't be here today. You know, I uh, just got done, before recording, I just got done watching Hamilton. Uh, as everyone in the world now knows, Disney Plus released it uh, as a you know, a special thing for us to have during quarantine, during pandemic, during these hard times. And I got to say, man, uh, it was, a, oh 
gosh, I mean, I cannot put into words. If you have not seen it, people get on Disney Plus and watch it. It is so powerful. It is so beautiful. It is so perfectly written. And even in 2020, the message stands today. Do not throw away your shot. Do not be an Aaron Burr. Don't smile and nod. If you have a voice, use it. Use it to change the world. Um, I will watch it another 100 times probably. Um, There is no end date yet. They have not announced when they'll take it off Disney+. Plus. So if you have it, here's your time to watch it over and over and over. Um, What we did is we, you know, went out to eat. Um, Then we got home, uh, got drinks, got beverages like uh, Pals Tea, stuff like that. Turned out the lights and turned on the show. We then treated intermission like an actual intermission. Um, and we did that because it's all about the experience. If we can't go to Broadway, at least treat it like Broadway. Uh, especially since I'm sure a lot of you know that Broadway just made an announcement that it will not return till 2021. And people, that's sad. For all of you saying that the, you know, the progressives and the liberals and the Democrats and all those, uh, uh, weirdos out there faking the coronavirus and they've planned it. We didn't. We don't want Broadway to shut down. So there's kind of some silliness in your mentality. Nobody wants Broadway to shut down, especially the progressives. Um, that's sad. Um, I've got a few friends uh, who have been on Broadway. A few friends who are currently on Broadway right now. Um, which you should, you can check one of them out. His name is Chris. He's playing currently. He is uh, he just got done playing Isaac in the new Netflix series Sweet Magnolias. Uh, he was in Broadway uh, uh, for Prom as well as Mean Girls. Uh, check him out on the show Sweet Magnolias on Netflix. Um, but they're they're out of work. People, they're out of work. They are unemployed actors and actresses. And if Broadway is shut down and unemployed. How are you not taking it serious? You know, I hear so many people say, where's my football? Are we going to get to go back to watch football? Well, not if you don't take it serious. If Broadway shut down, do you really think they'll allow over 100,000 people in a college football game? No. Uh, You would be shocked at the amount of people not wearing masks in the town that I live in. So... If you want to go to football, if you want to go back to Broadway, if you want to go back to school, if you want to go back to work, take it serious, put on a mask. Um, Yes, you have freedom not to, but that freedom that you have not to put on a mask, they have the freedom to not let you watch your enjoyable entertainment because it's just too dangerous. And that's my, hopefully my last spiel about putting on your mask. Um, You know, last time... People, we were talking about The Matrix. I know it's been a minute since we last spoke. Uh, We discussed Matrix 3, some unknown nerdledge about it, and new character breakdowns. Now, you can find that wherever you cast your pod. Um, Now, I'm not going to uh, um, weigh everyone down with a full-on episode. I know it's the 4th of July. Uh, I know y'all are spending time with your family. And... You know, I'm still still coming back from this 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 sabbatical, if you will, this um, 
podcast sabbatical, nerd sabbatical. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, talk a little bit with you. I'm not going to give you a nerd word. I'm sorry. Um, we might talk a little news, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about Captain America. Um, so uh, I heard, uh, I read a funny thing, the 90s classic children's book Animorphs <laughs> by K.A. Applegate is coming to the big screen. Uh, I did read these as a child, and I did watch the TV series. Uh, it's weird to think about that. You know, the 54 books that were published um, from 1996 to 2001, uh, they sold 35 million copies. Uh, it spawned two seasons of a live-action TV series as well. Along with a new movie, we are getting a new comic book series under Scholastic Graphics Publisher. Uh, the first graphic novel is set to release on October 6, 2020. Um, let's talk about this a little bit, nerds. For the 90s, Animorphs was kind of groundbreaking. It was, uh, you know, young adult, teenager literature, and the show was kind of dark. It kind of felt like uh, Beetleborgs meets Are You Afraid of the Dark with a, uh, teenagers who can turn into animals and fight a hidden alien invasion. <sighs> Some things, I'm telling you, they just need to stay in the 90s. Um, they were great in the 90s. Bringing them to this day and age may ruin what we enjoyed about it in the 90s. Um, this also comes off the tales of rumor that Sophia Turner and her beau, Joe Jonas, are going to be rebooting The Princess Bride. And if anyone has any pull out there, stop them. Please, for the love of Thor, stop them. Um, leave it where it was. It was so beautiful. It was so great. Why do we keep rebooting things? We have no... We just have no creativity if we just keep rebooting. Let's create original content. There's so much original stuff. There are so many brilliant people out there who are ready and willing and able to create original content. And you're just rebooting things, Hollywood. Cut it out. Um, I'm sure you all know that, uh... Cyberpunk 2077 has also been delayed yet again. It's, uh, it's a new date is set for November 19th. Uh, this last release date was supposed to be September 17th, but uh, it is being pushed back because the uh, co-founder um, and the studio head, uh, Adam Badowski, believe the game is just not ready. And I'm fine with that, but let's go, you know. <laughs> You've pushed it back a couple times now, so let's just get this over with. Let's get it out. We are very anticip we are anticipating Keanu Reeves in the video game world. We are anticipating the the beautiful graphics that we have seen in trailers and this cool story. Uh, we're, we're anticipating, and you know, you keep pushing it back a little further, and we might start a rebellion, the cyberpunk rebellion. <sighs> but. I digress. You know, um, I read something the other day talking about uh, DC declaring war on Marvel um, and how they broke up the biggest monopoly in comics. Um, now, most of you nerds probably know that for the past 25 years, Diamond has been the sole um, distribution for the vast 
majority of comic book publishers, such as Marvel Comics, DC Comics, Image Comics, and many more. Um, it's basically been the middleman between publishers and comic shops. Uh, DC just ended uh, their partnership with them. Uh, with no other competition remaining, though, Diamond has very little incentive to lower prices or pursue dramatic changes to its business model. Uh, this has raised many concerns about Diamond monopolizing the market. DC has just declared war on Marvel Comics, says Marvel writer Peter David. Uh, he argues that Diamond won't be able to survive the sudden loss of so much revenue. As he sees it, DC's abrupt exit will put Marvel in a very precarious position. If Diamond collapses and leaves Marvel without a distributor, ooh, that could be bad. You can find the full story at IGN.com. That's where I saw it. I actually um, saw it on the IGN, uh, their daily snap story with Sidney Goodman. Um, the, uh, the fix, um, the daily fix, uh, huge, that's, that's, that's huge, um, that's, you know, uh, if you've listened to this show, I am anti-monopolies, so, if DC doing that helps break up a monopoly, then power to them, good job DC, one for the blue side, uh, I was also reading, um, uh, just a few days ago, uh, it was an interview with Ace Nation. Uh, Ewan McGregor was uh, talking to him. He talked about the upcoming Obi Wan series. Um, in the interview, he discussed um, how basically how far the visual effects have come since he last played Obi Wan, which we all know how far they've come since you know the late '90s and the early 2000s. Uh, he went as far as to say that the show will be using many of the same visual effects and shooting styles of the very popular Mandalorian series which we will be getting season two in just a few months very excited um he went on to say that he is he's going to enjoy it very much uh the prequels were a lot of blue screen and green screen and it was it was hard to imagine uh but nowadays i think things have moved so much um that it seems that he's really going to enjoy it like you can actually um they're actually on set doing a lot of this stuff. You see the set instead of being in front of a blue screen. So it really changes things and makes it more um, integral for the actors and actresses to visualize where they're actually at because they're actually there on location as opposed to in a studio in front of a blue screen. Um, I'm very excited for Obi-Wan. Uh, I wish uh, with everything things starting to get on pause again and us getting close to a red light again i wish that uh some of these shows were able to be rushed like they put hamilton out i, I hope that some marvel shows and star wars shows are done to the point where they can release them within a month or so so we'll have something else to do when they no doubtly quarantine us again um i was also reading that um netflix uh this 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 is big, um, well, big to some of you all. Netflix spent nine figures. Yeah, I have it right here. Netflix spent nine figures to acquire the rights to the Chronicles of Narnia. Now, their hope is that it will deliver multiple movies and television shows over the coming years. Uh, Netflix basically plans to build this Narnia-verse with multiple outlets on its streaming service in an extreme effort to gain new and returning subscribers. 
Matthew Aldrich, one of the writers from Disney's Coco, will be the creative architect and help create the film and television adaptations for Netflix. Now, Mark Gordon and Vincent Sieber will be the executive producers. Many analysts believe that Disney will kind of keep an eye on them and see how they handle this title before making their own personal decision on how to produce Percy Jackson's TV series that will come to Disney+. Plus. Um, you know, I can't say that I was a massive Narnia fan. Um, I read a few of the books. I did not read all of them. I was more of a Lord of the Rings person. Um, the movies, I think the first one was pretty good, but then after that, it just, downhill. So, you know, good luck to Netflix. I think that Percy Jackson on Disney Plus will be better than Narnia on Netflix. Uh, now this, this next thing I'm going to talk about, I don't, I don't believe I, I can convey to you the amount of excitement that is in my my whole spirit after finding this out, after reading this on the news the other day, uh, the nerd news that I get my nerd news from. Um, now I'm try- I, I, I can't be extremely too loud because it is past twelve o'clock here in the morning. So happy Fourth of July, everyone in this time zone. Um, but people are asleep. So I can't get too crazy. Um, but Square Enix. That's right. Square Enix has taken over production on a Kingdom Hearts series. Now in the works for Disney+. Plus. I'm telling you. It's being created using the same Unreal Engine they used for the game. And is currently casting... Though original voices of most characters are expected to return. The project was originally meant to be a Disney production, but has shifted to Square Enix due to all their success with the games. And Disney obviously has a very busy slate on their hands. I'm telling you people, I have been I have been praying for this day. I have been dying for something more than video games. I've been saying it since day one when the first game came out. They could make a killer series with this. Not movies, because there's so much to this world. There's so many Earths. There's so many worlds to explore. There's so much story to tell. Don't make it into a movie. Turn it into a series. And here I am. Here we are, people. Square Enix is taken over the production for a Kingdom Hearts TV series and I I can't doubt that it'll be that'll it'll be <sighs> I have to compose myself cuz I'll start shouting and getting really excited. I'm telling you people this is going to be awesome. This is going to be fantastic. Please let me know how you feel about it. I know that I've got my serious Kingdom Hearts fans out there. Padawan J, I know you're a Kingdom Hearts fan. Now, this might be worth getting together. If this series comes out, I will drive to New York so we can binge this show together. Oh, I can't wait. I really can't. Sorry, I don't need to wake anybody up. So the last little bit of news I wanted to talk about was um, the Green Lantern series uh, coming out to HBO Max. Which, have we got it? I got HBO Max. The selling point was definitely the Snyder Cut for me, but then I realized that there were Looney Tunes was on it. They've got exclusive streaming rights for Friends. Um, Other shows, like, you know, if you happen to be a Pretty Little Liars fan, that's where it's at. Um, 
it's exciting. I really love these. This app. This app is good. Um, a lot of people were worried though about the Green Lantern series uh, looking like. And listen, the CW has done great stuff for what they are. I think their fanfare has been fantastic. So, um, but a lot of people talking about the Green Lantern series have been worried that it'll look like a CW show. However. HBO Max has confirmed that the show will feature cinematic production values. HBO Max's head of content, Kevin Riley, confirmed the news to Business Insider today, saying Greg Berlanti, who is producing a Green Lantern series for HBO Max, has already done such amazing work with DC stuff for the CW. These will not be that, however. These will be next step in production value. You can expect the highest level of cinematic production values on those shows and that's the same for the projects we announce with J.J. Abrams as we all know J.J. Abrams company Bad Robot entered into an exclusive agreement with DC Comics we know that there's a huge possibility of that being a Zatanna movie uh, Justice League Dark movie or television series we don't know really the details yet but we do know that um, J.J. is ready to do some dark things when he was last talked to, so I'm guessing Constantine, Zatanna, Etrigan, any of that Justice League dark stuff, and I'm very excited for that. Um, you know, I I also heard that they were going to do a Fallout TV series. I'll talk about more when I read up on that, possibly next week, but I think that'd be cool as well. Um, let me know how you feel about any of those things in the news. I just jotted a few things down. I didn't want to get Barry in here. He's he you know, Barry our our news anchor, Barry Nerdington, he he needs to spend some time with his family too on the fourth and poor guy has just been busy looking for news. So I gave him the fourth off. Um, but I just wanted to be, you know, chill with it. I didn't want to bring Barry into the studio and it all be a big big production. So, I just thought I'd talk to you. Now, I'd like to talk to you about why we're here. Okay. Now, as you're as you're watching fireworks, as you're listening to your 4th of July playlist with Lee Greenwood's Proud to be an American in there, um, you cannot think of 4th of July and be a nerd without thinking... Of the Star-Spangled Avenger himself, Captain America. Now, whether you love Captain America or you're just me about Captain America, or there are some people out there who cannot stand Captain America, I, for one, am not a big fan of the Boy Scout superheroes like our dear friend the Rev of Rants is. Rev loves Captain America. Big fan of Captain America. And that's fine. But, he deserves to be talked about, especially on Independence Day. So I wanted—I just wanted to talk a little bit about him, okay? And if I miss something that you feel that should be talked about, please let me know. Um, let me know how you feel about Cap, you know? It'd be great to see if anybody agrees with me or agrees with uh, the Rev and absolutely loves him and goes gaga over the Boy Scouts like Cap and... And, and Goku, and, and Cyclops, and just little goody two-shoes. 
So if you are anyone in the nerd nation, you know that Captain America is a fictional superhero appearing in American comic books published by Marvel. Now, he was created by cartoonists Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. The character actually was first appeared in Captain America comics number one in March of 1941. Now, this was with Timely Comics, though. Now, this was a predecessor of Marvel Comics. He was designed as like a patriotic super soldier who often fights the Axis powers of uh, World War II, like Germany, mostly. Uh, And it was Timely Comics' most popular character during the wartime period. Uh, The popularity of superheroes, though, waned following the war, and Captain America comic books were discontinued in 1950 with a short-lived revival in 1953. Now, since Marvel Comics revived the Captain America character in 1964, he has remained in publication every day since then. He has not disappeared. So, it's kind of a crazy thing to think about. A lot of people do not know that he showed up and went away under Timely Comics until Marvel brought him back. But ever since then, he has been a you know, one of the biggest characters in Marvel history, uh, especially if you follow the MCU franchise today. That's where most people would know. Um, Stephen Grant Rogers, as his alter ego is called, and he's mostly known as the leader of the Avengers. I mean, some would argue that Iron Man's the leader. It just depends on what you read and what you watch. Some things have Iron Man kind of leading the Avengers, and most of them, though, have Captain America as the leader. Um, Some of his abilities include enhanced strength, stamina, durability, and agility. Uh, He's most known for his shield that he can throw and it boomerangs back to him. And his star-spangled suit. Uh, He has been seen working alongside people like Nick Fury, Peggy Carter, Black Widow, Bucky Barnes, Falcon, and of course his fellow Avengers. And I just read... I talked about it on the show. There's a new comic series out called uh, uh, Weapon Weapon One. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a newly written comic that Captain America and Wolverine were both uh, originated in the Weapon X program. So that's pretty cool. It's a cool comic. Definitely check that out. Um, now he started out as like a frail young man who wanted so badly to be part of the U.S. military. Now to do so, he volunteered for this experiment with this new super soldier serum that increased everything from height, muscle, stamina, strength, endurance, hundreds of other attributes. He was then dubbed Captain America, the face and leader of the American military. He's mostly seen going toe-to-toe with the Nazis and, of course, Red Skull. Uh, if you follow Cap, you know that Red Skull is basically his alt, his his arch nemesis. You know, every superhero has an arch nemesis. You know, Batman's got the Joker. Superman has Lex Luthor. Um, Captain America has Red Skull. So, if you're a modern day fan, if you're like now, I love Captain America. It's because you've seen the MCU franchise with Chris Evans. As Captain America. Um, now his work as the Star Spangled Avenger. In the MCU franchise. Has been great. It actually made me like the character. A lot more than I used to. Uh, but it is not the first live action outing. No no no. Mon frères. 1944. A certain 
Captain America serial film was released. And I'm pretty sure you can find it. I watched a little bit of it. Clips and stuff of it. You have got to see this movie. (laughs) Whether you're a fan of him or not. You will not be a fan of 1944 superhero movies. I can tell you that much. Uh, He has been seen also in hundreds of animated movies and TV shows voiced mainly by Roger Craig Smith, who I think does a fantastic job at voicing Cap. Uh, He's who I hear when I think Cap. Uh, And fun fact, he has also voiced Batman on a few occasions, including the Arkham Origins game. So that's pretty cool. Now a little fun fact for you though. Uh, I got three rankings here. IGN does all these lists. You can find them all over the place. Now, Cap was ranked sixth on IGN's top 100 comic book heroes of all time list in 2011. I think six is pretty high. I really do. That's pretty dadgum good. Now, in IGN's Top 50 Avengers in 2012, that list, he ranked second. That's right. Second to Iron Man. Of course. Shocker. Actually, no. Not shocked, because Iron Man is better. And second in IGN's Top 25 Best Marvel Superheroes of All Time in 2014. So that's two second places that Cap has taken. And a sixth place in the top 100 comic book heroes of all time. No doubtedly losing to the likes of Batman, Superman, Flash, characters like that. But I digress. Of course, what if we're talking about Captain America? We've got to talk about some Captain America moments. I think one of the biggest moments that sticks out. And this isn't in any particular order. It's just today, if you were to say Captain America, you would think in Endgame when he picks up Mjolnir. The crowd goes wild. And Thor's like, I knew it. I'm telling you, me and JD and the Rev, we were together and all three of us were just shooketh. It was... Oh, it was so exhilarating. It really was. Um, Because, you know, he nudged it during Age of Ultron. We all saw that. You saw it. And that never came back around until perfectly in Endgame. And it was beautiful. It really was. And obviously, um, also his, his famous phrase, I can do this all day. He says it in like every movie that he's in. Classic Steve Rogers line. He always has these inspirational quotes. And I got to tell you, my favorite quote um, from Steve, from Captain America, is um, when the mob and the press and the whole world tell you to move, your job is to plant yourself like a tree by the river of truth and tell the whole world, no, you move. Mm. That goes out to all of you protesters out there. Okay? Now you don't have to burn down stores. You really don't. I understand you're angry. But if someone's telling you to move, if someone's telling you to to get in line, 
and not upset the status quo? Even Captain America himself said you plant your feet firmly and you tell them to move. Ugh, I get chills thinking about that quote. You know, his final moment in Endgame also gives me chills. That dance with, with Peggy. Beautiful goodbye. However, I always thought that the old man, Steve, I always thought that uh, it should have been uh, Stan Lee who played old man, Steve. And I even saw a picture uh, posted by our dear friend Ken, uh, Ken M. from uh, ODPH. Uh, he posted a picture that said, um, I believe that the old man, the old man, Captain America, should have been Stan Lee, and that would have explained all his cameos in the Marvel Universe. It was him hopping through time, checking up on his friends that he missed. That's beautiful. That 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 would have been perfect and beautiful and amazing and a tearjerker. I'm telling you, it would have been awesome. Um, of course, the elevator scene, um, you know, in Captain America Two. Before we start, does anybody want to get off? Great scene. America's ass line. Absolutely hilarious. Fighting himself. And I mean, Cap has some fantastic moments in the MCU franchise. But let's talk about some of his animated moments. If you go back and watch Avengers Assemble on uh, Disney+, Plus, it's the, it's the best Marvel cartoon. Now, Marvel's not known for doing cartoons very well. Usually that's DC's uh, bread and butter. So, so to speak, and but Avengers Assemble is fantastic. The voice cast is great. The stories are good. Um, just enough seasons to not be boring, and uh, to not just go on and on and on like most animated shows did back in the day. Go back and watch some of it. Some of his moments. Um, there's even like a changing of the guard. Like Tony starts as the leader of the Avengers, and there's a few episodes in, he basically passes it down, he's like, look, I'm not a leader, Cap, you are, you know, you're the leader here, um, I'm just the money, you're the leader, um, I make all the toys, but you are our captain, so, um, definitely go check out some of those animated moments, and if you have not watched any of the MCU, why are you listening to this show, first of all, uh, and second of all, start, um, because it is absolutely beautiful, uh, it's a great time to catch up on it, because nothing new is coming out anytime soon, sadly, and we've got plenty of time at this moment, um, you know, I, I want to hear your thoughts on what you think about Cap, um, especially in the landscape of America today. What would Cap think? What would Cap do? What would Cap say to our leaders, our enemies, even us? I personally think that Cap would be shocked to see what our country's turned into, the hate, the bigotry in our government, the everyday people. I think that he would cry I think that he would shed a tear for um, the unjust deaths of people of color and members of the LGBTQ, the lies, the constant lies that our government, no matter what side you are on, um, Cap would disagree with the landscape of, of our country. And if you are truly a fan of Captain America... If you are a nerd, if you are a fan of 
the Star Spangled Avenger. Go back and read his comics. Look up quotes on how Captain America feels about America. What America is, what it should be, what it could be. I, I challenge you with that. And come back to me. Um, I will be here next week. Uh, I will take some time. If you email me, I'll answer it in the episode. Anytime you email me, I will answer it in the next episode. That's why I tell you to talk to me. Tweet me. Facebook. Email. Do something. I want to know your feelings towards what I'm talking about, people. Um, What do you think Cap would do in 2020 America? I'd love to hear your thoughts. 30andnerdypod at gmail.com Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let me know. Let me know. Um, So next week, I'll be back at a normal schedule and uh, normal show. I just, I I don't want to, I don't, on your 4th of July, I don't want to bog you down with, you know, all the commercials and, uh, you know, all the the side stuff for the show. I just wanted to have a conversation with you. I wanted to talk about, you know, the silence I took in June. Um, I wanted to talk about Captain America. I wanted to talk about a few of the things going on in the news. Um, Next week, though, we'll be back to your regular scheduled program. And uh, that episode is going to be, I've said this twice now, and something has come up to where I don't get to do this episode. And if something happens again, I'm pretty sure that the episode is cursed. Uh, So it's going to be all about voice acting in the nerd world. I know that voice. You know that I'm very passionate about voice acting. I really hope I actually get to do it next week. Hopefully July is not the month that the asteroid hits. So... I really hope that I get to do that. Um, send in questions, thoughts about this one, about the voiceover. Uh, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you for being patient. Um, thank you for sticking by. Uh, and during this tough time, uh, we do still have a deal going on that I'm just going to run through the end of the year. The entire, the rest of 2020, $1 a month. And you get to be a patron and receive all the benefits of our uh, other patrons. Um, I just want to do that for y'all. One dollar. One dollar a month. That's actually less than most things you can get these days. Less than a cup of coffee. Less than a pal's tea if you live here in the south. Um, Not a lot you can get for a dollar. But for a dollar a month through the rest of 2020, you can be a patron of the 30 and Nerdy Podcast and get all the behind-the-scenes special footage, special gifts, sneak peeks, bloopers, uh, anything like that. I hope you'll go to podchaser.com along with your friends and our friends at the Pod Nation. It's simple. Go to the site, search for the list Pod Nation, give some of our friends a listen along with this. Uh, Pick the show a day, tune in um, if you like what you hear. Hit the subscribe on them. Give them a good rating. Tell them 30 and Nerdy sent you. Um, And I hope you'll do the same thing for this episode on podchaser.com. Well, nerds, uh, listen. um, I hope you stay safe. I hope you are being cautious. I hope you're being cautious about what you say. About how you think. Uh, Put yourself in someone else's shoes. You know, be compassionate. Be... The human that 
You should be. You know, be the reason that someone posts a nice, kind post on social media. You know, don't be the reason someone posts something bad. Be the reason. When you wake up every morning, strive to be a better version of yourself every day. Um, I hope you're well. I hope you're staying safe. Uh, huge shout out to uh, three hours later. We sent them a nice little nerd package uh, as a thank you for all the help you do for Pod Nation. Um, shout out to Pragmatics Podcast. Uh, sent them i'm also going to be sending some more things in the mail i know that i've uh, got to send some more things to a few other people that participated in the um the march madness it's been crazy with the pandemic and just everything going on in the world i've already sent some out so if you have not gotten it by now um please shoot me an email or a message and say hey our march madness package has not come in I know out of the 52 people that participated, I'm sure I let some people slip or addressed it wrong. Um, I think I had one come back to me, and I got that fixed, and now they've got theirs. So if there are a few of you who have not gotten your participation nerds nerd, nerd package, please let me know. I want to get all that out to you. Um, stay safe, nerds and nerdettes. Be careful. Uh, be kind, uh, stay sanitized, um, I've been your Duke of Nerds, uh, y'all have been beautiful, uh, DJ Mike Cowie, you know, uh, take us home, baby. You've been listening to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast with your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack, brought to you by Ashley Lodge Photography, Freddy Cat Productions, Encore Theatrical Company, and Advertising Expressions. 30 and Nerdy is an alternate reality radio show, a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and a Badcast Company production. Join the Nerd World Order by following the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and follow along with the conversation using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. Find us in the Pod Nation at podchaser.com and rate this episode. Got something to say? Email us at 30andNerdyPod at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, cheers to you, nerds. That's all, folks.